Welcome to Virtual Church. 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 Good morning, family. God bless you today. So great to be back with you in virtual church. Uh, we look forward to the day soon in September. Uh, we plan to open in the first week, uh, Sunday of September, Communion Sunday. So we all come together, join together, in covenant together. Wouldn't that be great? It will be great. And we trust that you've used this time to invite others to come along. Well, today you'll see my background's a bit different. <clears throat> and uh, I'm broadcasting from the prayer cabin. This has been my project uh, during lockdown. You know, I just thank God for supernatural advantage. And uh, last week I spoke about that, that uh, God's word for us as a church from uh, the 5th of January when he gave me the message, uh, the prophetic message, that uh, the decade of the 20s would be a decade of advantage, supernatural advantage, and advancement and i think that this project here has been a good example of supernatural advantage and advancement because so much of what you uh it's part of what you see anyway uh has been a total blessing when there all the builder suppliers were closed um, you couldn't get materials. We were getting materials where no one else was getting materials through uh, advantage, uh, through godly favour, through his grace and through his mercy. And uh, God's no respecter of persons and he will give you that same advantage. In fact, he has given you that same advantage, but maybe sometimes we don't live in that advantage. So my message today is the secrets of living a life of supernatural advantage. You know, just a few weeks ago, I, I shared with you the God's revealed secrets of success. Well, he reveals things to us all the time. And uh, our golden scripture, of course, and this is the same theme, uh, because we need to have peace in our hearts to receive everything from God. 
And the Bible says in Isaiah 26, 3, that you will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. When we trust in God and we keep our mind stayed on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Father, we just pray today. We thank you, Father, for the spirit of life in Christ Jesus going out through this camera lens, touching the hearts and minds of people. Father, that they would know uh, the hope of their calling. They would know, Father, the riches of their inheritance in the saints in Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you for knowledge, wisdom, access, power in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, we start, uh, we've been sharing <clears throat> in three chapters mainly of the Bible. We shared from uh, John 13, which was uh, Jesus coming together for the Passover meal. Then John 14, 15 and 16, where Jesus was preparing his disciples for his departure. Uh, John 17, of course, is that great prayer of Jesus when Jesus prays, Lord, that they would be one as we are one, etc. But in that whole thing, uh, the disciples uh, had been with Jesus for three and a half years. They'd seen the works of Jesus. They'd been with him. They've heard him. They've slept with him. They've walked with him. They've talked with him. They've eaten with him. They've done all sorts of things with him. Now he's preparing them to go. And of course, naturally, they were anxious about this whole thing and uh, really concerned about that, thinking, what are we going to do? Uh, we've been with this man so long. He's taught us so much. Now he's going, what shall we do? The Bible says this, and Jesus says it in John 16, verse 7. And from the New King James Version, it says, Nevertheless, with God, it's nevertheless. It's always the more. Hallelujah. With God, it's always the more. He's a, not a God of the less. He's a God of the more. He says, nevertheless, I, with all these things may be, but nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Uh, one version of the Bible says it's expedient that I go. But I, I, I want to tell you that uh, he says it's an advantage that I'm going. And you can just see the disciples say, well, how can it be an advantage? How can this be an advantage? We've had all this time with you, you've taught us everything. But Jesus was making it clear that when he went, something better was coming. There was something better coming. You see, advantage in God's kingdom doesn't come by works. It comes by receiving the grace of God and living out the principles or the promises in his word. That's how advantage comes. Jesus was sharing principles and promises with the disciples so that they, when he's gone, the principles remain, the promises remain forever. Amen. 
We can stand on the principles and the promises of God's word and we can uh, use them as our rock, our foundation, our core value system based on God's promises. Hallelujah. So uh, Jesus in three chapters was talking, making it clear uh, to them about the benefits of him departing and he carefully explained the advantage which would empower them for the future life and ministry. Uh, so he highlighted to them in these next uh, three chapters, 14, 15 and 16 of the Gospel of John, he highlighted what these advantages are. Wouldn't you like to know what these advantages are? Wouldn't you like to have these advantages working in and through your life? I think we are in a time in this world system where uh, the, the world is definitely showing signs of uh, groaning. The world is at, there's no peace in the world and amongst government, governments, etc. They have mandates against the Christians. They have mandates against the Jewish people. Uh, so there's, uh, the, the world is out to squeeze uh, the things of God, but however, when we have the, the, the advantage, when having the advantage is having uh, an upper hand, if you like, having the advantage is, is being on top of the game, you could say we're, we're on top of the game because we have the advantage. So the first one, and, and he's highlighting seven advantages, the first one is the Holy Spirit now dwells in us. So John 14, 26 from the Amplified uh, Bible, the, uh, the, the, the AMPC contemporary, but the Comforter, the word says, but the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Intercessor, Advocate, Strengthener and Standby. Wow. The Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. So Jesus was saying, hey, this, this Holy Spirit's coming to do everything that I did. He's gonna act on my behalf in every area. He will teach you all things. Praise the Lord. He will teach us all things and he will cause you to recall, will remind you of and bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. Wow. So here he's telling us that supernaturally we will have all things and supernaturally we will have a supernatural recall that we will remember things. So when he, when he says uh, that the Holy Spirit will, will teach us all things, he will teach us everything to do with what Jesus did while he was on earth. Amen. He will teach us how to pray, how to cast out demons, how to lay hands on the sick, how to witness, how to uh, speak under the anointing, how to be bold, how to walk in faith, how to speak faith words, how to be positive in every situation, how to walk in peace. He is, the prince, he is the Prince of Peace after all. 
Amen, according to Isaiah 9, 6. He is the Prince of Peace. And, and then the word goes on to say, he will bring all things to your recall or to your remembrance. But it's just like uh, your computer. Uh, you put data into your computer and you can pull that data back out of the cloud or wherever it's sto stored. But uh, to bring it out, you have to put it in first. So when, when, when he's talking about bringing things that he said out, we've got to put his word into our heart, into our hard drive before we can get it back out. That makes sense. Uh, we, we, he'll bring all those things to our remembrance. He'll, he'll bring to remembrance uh, as we read his word, we'll see the way he did things so we can do those things. Amen. Uh, that's how it works. That we do, uh, the disciple says, we can only, in Acts 4, 20, we can only do that which we have seen and heard. So uh, once you've seen it in the word and you've heard it, that's how faith comes, then you have the uh, all you need to do with the with the, the Holy Spirit who indwells you and uh, that Holy Spirit who dwells in us. You see, uh, Jesus uh, talking there in John 13, 14, 15, uh, 16 and 17. After that, he crosses the brook Kidron and uh, he's going to uh, his death, isn't it? So he, he, he's saying, this is it, the Holy Spirit Will, will dwell in you. So, uh, actually, I, I jumped to number two. It's a, a, a missed number one, and I'm going back there. The Holy Spirit dwells in us, John 14, 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. The Spirit, Verse 17, the spirit of truth, truth whom the world cannot receive, welcome to take to its heart because it does not see him or know and recognize him. But you know and recognize him for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. So when Jesus went to the cross of Calvary, when he died in that cross, the Bible tells us that the veil of the temple, which was 60 feet high, and six inches thick or something like that was ripped from the top to the bottom and the, uh, the presence of God moved out of there and now the presence of God lives in a new temple and we are that temple of the Holy Ghost the presence of God now dwells in us Amen Please forgive me for missing one and going to two but now we're going to three uh, point number three but as, as usual, you can download these notes which are in order, okay? You can download those from our web and they'll be a blessing to you because it, it's saving, it, it, it's, it, you can write down as I'm speaking, but you'll get these notes and you can make uh, adjustments or whatever and you can uh, commit these things to memory. Amen. So he dwells in us, praise God, and he uh, teaches us all things and gives us supernatural recall. 
you probably say, well, Pastor, you need supernatural recall because you missed number one. I went back to it. So that's why we depend on the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm saying that with a bit of levity. But nonetheless, the Holy Ghost brings us to that place. You know, I've been in Christ since 1980, since January 1980. And uh, I am where I am. I am who I am because of the Holy Spirit in me. Amen. God took someone that was lost and undone without any hope and, and, and took me and made me all that he wanted me to be. I'm not finished my journey yet and uh, I'm, I'm striving on, I said this last week, we're striving towards a prize to go further in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So number three, he brings us peace. John 14, 27 from the Amplified Classic Edition, he says, peace I leave with you, my own peace. I now give and bequeath to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Don't let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated, cowardly and unsettled. You see, if Jesus is saying this to us, Stop allowing yourselves to get into that position. It's our thought processes that bring us into that position or into that situation where agitated, agitation comes in. We get disturbed. Uh, we permit ourselves to be fearful and intimidated. That's why I said uh, the week before last that we have got to train our minds that when we have the Prince of Peace indwelling us, we've got to be proactive instead of reactive. We've got to have uh, whatever's in our heart coming out of our mouth at that time when the enemy tries to put a thought that will agitate you or disturb you. Hey, there's some things that agitate all of us. Some of you, it might be standing in a queue that uh, a line that's half a mile long or a half a kilometer long outside of Tesco's or or wherever in the rain that might agitate you. Well, you've got to learn that can be a place of of witness, a place where you can meet people. It's a place where you can converse with people. Okay, they're two meters away, so you just have to talk a wee bit louder, but. There's things today that could agitate you or disturb you. Uh, the news can disturb you. The, the way people handle things can disturb you. But don't be intimidated. Don't be uh, disturbed by these things. Think happy thoughts. Think good thoughts. Replacement thoughts. Sing to yourself. Sing a song. Sing a, a psalm. Sing a hymn. Sing a spiritual song. Sing in the spirit. No one will see your lips even moving under a mask. But don't allow yourself. You see, self-responsibility. The Holy Spirit said, don't allow yourself. I've given you the strength. Now don't go there. 
Romans 15, 13 says, uh, and then New King James Version, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Regardless of circumstances, regardless of situations, we can abound in hope. Thank you, Jesus. Someone needs to take a praise break and say, thank you, Jesus. I can abound in hope. There is a future for me. It's this circumstance that we're in just now shall come to pass and we shall go on to the future. Hallelujah. And the future will be advantage, supernatural advantage is my portion. Say that to yourself. Say it to your neighbor. Say it to your husband, your wife, whoever's with you. Say, hey, you are supernaturally advantaged. You are the, you have the favor of God in your life. God loves you. Hallelujah. So the word goes, Ephesians 4.12 says this. So, sorry, Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says this from the New King James. Now, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You know, when, when we uh, pray, when we supplicate before God, we, when we go before God with thanksgiving, thanking him for even the smallest minutia, the smallest thing that he has done for us, we don't forget God in that. We thank God for this place that I'm sitting in right now because it was undoubtedly, indisputably, God that provided everything, the things that you can see and the things that you can't see, the things that are under the ground and above ground. God provided. And I'm so thankful he did things for, for us in, the, in these, some of these situations which are uh, just uh, were mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. Uh, so when, when we give God the opportunity and we are thankful in all things, with thankfulness let your requests be made known to God. I'm thankful, Father, that I've come through five months of a pandemic without any signs of sickness, no infirmity on me in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that I don't have arthritis, that I don't have rheumatics, I don't have Alzheimer's, I don't have a vascular problem, I don't have a heart problem, I don't have a liver problem. I speak to my liver, my vascular, I speak to my mind, I speak to my eyes, I speak to my ears. In the name of Jesus, we give God thanks for his word working in our life. Hallelujah. Somebody's catching the spirit of faith right now out there. You're catching that spirit of faith. You're taking hold of that. And your, your conversation is going to change in Jesus' name. Amen. Number four, the Bible says, He will testify of me. 
That's, this is great news. John 15, 26 says in the Amplified Classic Edition, but when the Comforter, the Counselor, the, and you say, why you keep reading it out of the Amplified? Because it amplifies and gives you a better understanding of what God is saying. The Comforter, the Counselor, the Helper, the Advocate, the Intercessor, the Strengthener, the Standby comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who comes, proceeds from the Father, he himself will testify regarding me. God also wants us to testify. It was God, so he will testify regarding uh, Jesus. You know, uh, one time I shared this in our Zoom meeting with our prayer meeting on Wednesday night. Uh, the Zoom meetings are powerful. Uh, one time I had to get an advocate because when I was in business, someone uh, tried to pull a, a, a fraudulent move. And uh, so I was so convinced that I should win this case that I went for an advocate. Do you know, this is many years ago. At that time, an advocate cost a thousand pounds a day, a thousand pounds a day. And, and, and you say, well, why would you go and get an advocate? Well, it's someone that, who has uh, authority, it's someone who has strength, it's someone who knows what to do in these situations, in difficult situations. So what it did is the people that uh, I, I, was, I had a claim against, they get so nervous when you go and you pay a thousand pounds for an advocate, they know, hey, this guy is in business, it's mean in business, and they retreated and they looked for a way to settle the case. You with me? So when the, when the advocate turns up in your life, no matter what is coming against you, the enemy backs off because they think, hey, this guy is not joking, he's out to win, and the, the enemy backs away. So. The word says, the spirit of truth who comes and proceeds from the Father, he himself will testify regarding me. The Holy Spirit will testify regarding the validity, the truth of Jesus, his, his birth, his life, his burial, his death, his burial, his resurrection. The Holy Spirit will testify of that. But God also wants us to testify. It was easy for the disciples to testify of all that they had heard and seen. But we need to testify also. We need to bring our witness of what has happened in our life and what we have seen and heard. And we, so that we are not alone in testifying about Jesus, the Holy Spirit will use our mind and our lips. We need to testify of every good thing that's in. And Philemon, verse 6 says, Testify of every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. Every good thing. Never look at yourself in the mirror and say, No, your, your nose is too big, your eyes are too far apart, your eyes... No! Testify of every good thing that's in you in Christ Jesus. Do not bring yourself, do not belittle yourself. <laughs> Be secure 
in what God has made. You are the only one of a kind and you are special. Hallelujah. You are special. So testify these things of yourself. Amen. Uh, so, uh, Mark 16 says this in verse 15. And he said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse uh, 15, 17 says, and these signs will follow those who believe in my name. This is the New King James Version. They will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they'll take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. They will recover, 100%. And, and they went out and preached everywhere. Uh, verse 20, they, they went out, preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through accompanying signs. Amen. So when the Holy Spirit, you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. When you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit and you, you, you believe God's word in, in the, the way that I just said it, uh, they, uh, they cast out demons, they lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And I believe it. I totally believe it. I'm a believer. And that's why I believe it. Because God said it and he confirms his word with signs following. So therefore, when we get to the place in our life where we uh, know that God's confirming his word with signs following, we'll be bolder in everything that we do. Amen. That's the testimony of the Holy Spirit working through us. 1 Corinthians 2, 4 and the... And the New Living Testament says this, and my, Paul said this, and my message and my preaching were very plain. So you don't have to be articulate or erudite or whatever, uh, uh, a great orator. Uh, Paul says, my message and my preaching were very plain. Anyone that's been around me know that's, that's what I am. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, are relied only in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's where our reliance is, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit will work through you. You see, when you rely on the Holy Spirit, what people are hearing is the word of the Spirit coming to their, to their heart. And this is the word in this, uh, of the Spirit that starts to open up their mind and open up their heart to receiving what God has for them. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, 1 John 4.13 says, And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Amen. So we live in God and his spirit lives in us. So number five, uh, John 16, verse 8. Uh, the Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin. I thank God that it's not our job to judge. It's not our job to convict anybody of sin. It's, it's the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, convicts of sin. Listen to what the Word says in John 16, verse 8 from the Amplified Classic Edition. 
And when he comes, he will convict and convince the world and bring demonstration to it about sin and right and about righteousness, uprightness of heart and right standing with God and about judgment. John 16 verse 9, the next verse in the NLT says this, the world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. That's why we must preach Christ to them. So the, 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 the world, you see, before I became a Christian, I thought I was a terrible sinner. Um, Paul says, of sinners I was chief. I, I, I was a sinner, I, I don't deny it. And uh, when, I, when I came to Christ, a friend of mine says, oh, you should come and see this pastor with me. And uh, so I went to see this pastor, and this pastor gave me a few A4 A sheets with tick boxes with every sin that you could imagine beside one of these tick boxes and I, I looked through this lot and I thought well let me just tick 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 uh, but really that's not what the, the, the word was talking about uh, you see although, although I was a sinner all I had to do was to believe in Jesus and he took uh, that sin away at that moment in time. He died for our sins. We can't remember uh, what we did in, in, in the, the 20th of August 1918 or what, <laughs> maybe another old, uh, or 2018 or whatever. You, you can't remember what you were doing all the time. So God's taking care of the sin problem. So that's why we must preach Christ to people. It's Christ. When you talk to people, this is one thing that we learned early in our ministry. When you talk to people and they try and take you off on a trail, just come back to Jesus. Jesus died on the cross for me. He died for you because we were sinners and he came to save us from an eternity of separation. Just keep going. Don't get into a debate. Just talk about Jesus. So, uh, so he convicts the world of sin and that's just that they don't believe in Jesus. Of righteousness. And, and righteousness is important because it gives three things uh, to us. It gives us access to God. It gives us answers from God and it gives us acceptance with God. Amen. So we have access in the name of Jesus to our Father God. We have answers from God. Whatever we want, we ask in faith, believing that we shall receive. Uh, how, you know, the word says that if you've been evil, know how to give good things to your children, how much more will you have in the Father give good things to those who love him? You see, uh, God will give you those answers and acceptance. God accepts us. Uh, when we became Christians, the Bible says that we became the righteousness of God in Christ. So people will be astonished at the ease at which you speak and how you react to God your Father. Judgment is talking about Satan, who is the prince of this world, who has already been judged. 
he has already had judgment passed upon him. When Jesus cried, died on the cross, the serpent bruised his heel, but Jesus bruised the head of the serpent. Amen. Jesus said that all authority has been given unto me. Therefore you go in my name and cast out demons, heal the sick and set the captive free. We are to demonstrate defeat to the world and the Holy Spirit will use us to do it. You see, John 16, it says, uh, and bring demonstration to the world. We, we are the ones that demonstrate the goodness of God. Psalm 27, 1 says, I would have lost heart hadn't I seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. Well, there's two ways you can look at the world. You can look at the goodness or you can look at the wickedness. I choose the goodness. Amen. I choose the goodness of God. Hallelujah. I choose to see goodness in people. Uh, the, the Bible says that in, uh, in Timothy, uh, that we should look at the things which are good, pure and honest, and have a good report. Think on those things. So number six, the Holy Spirit guides and speaks and shows us things to come. Hallelujah. You know, uh, many of us, well, we all had fathers. Many of us had absentee fathers. Many of us had fathers who uh, really uh, didn't help us in our upbringing. Many of us had uh, fathers that uh, abused us or whatever the situation is. Uh, but they didn't show us or prepare us for things to come. Uh, that's why um, when I'm sharing with people, uh, like the, the prayer meeting on Wednesday night, I, I shared of things to come. And, and, and those things to come are coming, whether you like it or not, but you don't have to be a, a participator in those things. Amen? We'll get through things to come. We'll go to the other side and we'll get through things. So, the Holy Spirit guide number six. John 16, 13 in the Amplified Classic says, But when he, the Spirit of truth, the truth-giving Spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole full truth. For he, you know, in the days that we live in, there is so much fake truth, fake mess, fake stories, uh, fake news. Uh, there is so much. Uh, uh, there is so much accusation. There is so much aspersions. There is so much of that that people are committing suicide at a, a huge rate right now because of, of, of taking a lie as a truth. It's not your portion. Uh, the word goes on and says, For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come. That will happen in the future. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! He, don't go to fortune tellers. Don't look at your signs of the zodiac in the paper. No, the Holy Spirit will tell you what will happen in the future. Hallelujah. He will tell you what will happen in the future. So don't go anywhere else 
uh, to get the future news. Amen. So Jesus was adamant about this. The Holy Spirit will guide us and show us things to come and he will guide us into his future. Amen. Number seven, the Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus. John 16, 14 and 15 says this, he will honour and glorify me because he will take off, receive, draw upon what is mine and will reveal and declare, disclose, transmit it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. That is what I meant when I said that he, the Spirit, will take the things that are mine, reveal, declare, disclose and transmit it to you. And the word glorify means to honour. He will honour, he will highly esteem, he will exalt and he will elevate the things of the Father. Jesus says, everything the Father has is mine and the Holy Spirit is going to take these things and show them to you. So he will take those things and he will transmit those things to you. Hallelujah. You know, when you live in the Holy Spirit, when you live in the, the Holy Spirit, supernatural favour is your portion. Supernatural advantage is your portion. Supernatural advancement is your portion. He will take the things and deliver them to you. Everything the Father has belongs to Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is going to take these things and just transmit them onto you. Anything and everything that comes from the Father God, through the Holy Spirit, will glorify God. If you get something that doesn't glorify God, then it's from the wrong spirit. Amen? Let me just finish with this. Colossians 1, 15 and the New Living Testament says, and this, this puts uh, the cap, the, the capstone on everything I've said. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme, supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything for God and all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you, who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Hallelujah, but now you are in Christ. If you're not, if you don't know Jesus Christ in that personal way, and you think there's no advantage of living on this earth, I want to tell you there is hope there is a future, and that future and hope God promises to you. You say, well, I don't know how to get there. Well, today, ask Jesus to come into your life as your personal Lord and Saviour. He will send his Son 
and the, the form of the Holy Spirit into your heart. He will dwell in you and the spirit of life in Christ Jesus will come alive in you and your life will be transformed. And I can say that positively because God's word tells me it's so. So Father, in the name of Jesus, for everyone that said that prayer today, accepted Jesus into the life, they would get in touch through the website and they would uh, look for that support that we would give them to go on into the future. Now, uh, please like and share and God bless you. We'll see you next week to talk about uh, advancement in the kingdom. God bless. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website, www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.